there, there's a teleporter, and so they just teleport back home. And my man, Kelvin, bought a house in this economy. I don't believe it. Yeah. It's a little joke there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, <laughs> but, listen. <laughs> it's rough out here. You got the money, I don't. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Herbal Synergies the Shop. I'm your host, Sinji, and with me, of course, my boy, Herbay. What up? What's up, Herby? What's up, Herby? I lost him. I lost him two seconds in. Oh. And there I said, you go. "What's up?" Yeah, I was like, somehow my my thing got muted. Don't know why I got muted. Interesting. I heard the first "What's up," and I heard nothing else. Yeah, weird. I didn't I didn't touch nothing. It just went to muted. I thought you were messing with me. I ain't gonna lie. No, nah, I was talking. I'm like, dang, what happened? <laughs> yeah, I guess the ghost might got me or something. Shit. Perhaps. Yeah, but anyhow, yeah, you know. Make it do what it does. The usual. Chill. You got a flavor this week, dog? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Hmm. So much. So little time. Uh. Yeah. I was thinking about showing Jin Woo some love this week. A word? Yeah, my You talking man. about Sung Jin Woo? Yeah. Oh, no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Is there popcorn everybody? There is, but it'd probably fuck up my stomach right now. Go ahead. I'm listening. Nah. Um, yeah, my boy, he, he figured out the whole labyrinth and stuff, and they still left him to die. I'm like, y'all are terrible people. <laughs> but you kind of had to see it coming, though, because in order for him to progress as a character, he kind of needed that power-up. So, yeah. yeah. That shit gets crazy. It does. Man's figuring out powers. The one nurse wants to use him because she done figured out he's something special. Hey, so man. Hey, listen. Let me get that number. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he's like, oh, they're going to call me for stuff. I was like, my boy's pretty daft. <laughs> he doesn't know anything. I, I keep forgetting to implement this, but I had like a idea a couple weeks ago while watching... Um, classroom of the elite. I was like, we should reference these quotes on these epi- episodes because it seems like every episode just has a quote in the beginning. They are, and they're they're special. I'm like, oh, that's a good one to live by. Yeah, yeah. So like, I started writing. Um, I wrote season two, episode nine's quote down, and I think I'll try to get them all and just erase them as we say them. Mm-hmm. Per episode, but season two, episodes nine's quote was If you make a mistake and don't correct it, this is called a mistake. Yeah, I thought that was a good one. I was just like, These are some bangers of uh, some quotes, it was similar to something I wanted to do. So, yeah, like, I was like, I was like, Oh man, dang, look at this, shoot, yeah, yeah, good ones. I, I enjoyed that, that episode this week too. Yeah, if I if I had something close to a flavor, it'd be how cold 
Ayano Koji is with um the girl with the blonde girl with the ponytail. Yeah. When like he's actually made an effort to make friends, and I was like, damn. Meanwhile, this girl has a whole crush on you. I think that's more to do with the fact that like he he wanted to break free from his father, and then his he found out he was doing what his father was doing to him to further his own means and how the teacher also was using him. And so he's like, yeah. I think he kind of seen that, like, I'm no better off than them. And I think his whole purpose was trying to show that he was better off than them in a, in a way. But I don't know. It just left a lot to be explained and questioned. So, Yeah, I'm, I'm quite... Well, we now know that, like, their relationship is going to progress because... The guy from Class C has already made a note that she's going to be a target. Yeah. So he's going to get involved, and maybe she'll have the guts to be a little more open about her feelings. I don't know. I doubt he feels the same. That man just looks dead inside all the time. Yeah, man, look just like you, dog. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. But just cold. I'm like, dang. I can only mm. wish to be... Um... A portion of that man. A portion? You like 110% him. Yo, nah, man. A dude came out the meeting with his dad and uh, the other homie that found the teacher and was like, everything you told me was bullshit. I confirmed it. I will no longer yeah. be helping. I was like, ooh, okay. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, my man, you go. I ain't mad at you, dog. You got to do you. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good episode, though. 4,000 IQ. I can't wait to the next episode. It, this this is... It's not action-y, but, like, it's really good. It's not, like, talentless Nana and things like that. Like, at the end of the day, they're a bunch of school kids. But, like, the mental chess game that Ayano Koji-kun plays, it was just like, oh, how's he going to turn this around? Oh, that was great. That was smart. This man's a genius. Yeah, it's it's talentless Nana without the powers, <laughs> which is perfectly fine. Yeah, it like you you don't notice how quick it goes, and you're like, oh man, you're like, dang, how did that one he get out of that, or how did I see that one coming? Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I do enjoy the ones with uh mental chess games. But you know, they list it as a slice of life. <laughs> Class of the classroom of the elite is a slice of life. Yeah, that's that's hilarious. I know. I thought it'd be like psychological thriller or some shit. Yeah. Um what I looked at it somewhere and it was like, oh, slice of life. And I was like, what? This ain't no slice of life. Yeah, because I almost feel like like the how ruthless he was and knowing the guy that helped him escape died. And I was like, oh, was I supposed to care about that? I was like, uh okay. Yeah, my man, yeah. my man, cold-blooded. I like it. <laughs> he don't care about nothing. I'm like, oh man. But Wilders. like, I almost have a feeling he has killed someone. Yeah, I just feel like he may care too much. That's why he doesn't show his uh, caring side. Cause that's how people get you when you care too much. I just think he's so in involved in like securing his freedom maybe he like puts a cage around himself a nice little facade to keep out uh, people saying what he wants them to see yeah 
Because he, so. he probably has... Well, there's probably not... Probably, probably is not a good word for it, but, like, he seems like he has the potential to be number one in every single thing. No doubt. He would have beat, he would beat the, the whole uh, student body president guy if it wasn't for someone tripping and falling at the finish line, so... Yeah, not to mention that the the grip test, he went off of Musclehead's uh, numbers and ended up being more than average, and he controlled it to get there. Yeah, he so, definitely gripped it and was like, eh. So his eh. grip is definitely a lot stronger than he let on. Yeah. He's a freaking genius. He can probably, probably get straight fucking S's. Like, they'd have to... They'd have to go beyond A plus for him, and yeah. he's physically capable. So I, I don't know. It, it'd be nice to see him applying all of his capabilities. Yeah, but he won't. Nah, that's just not his niche. Nope. So what should we start it off with, man? You wanna you wanna bang out Jujutsu Kaisen since it was. Pretty much a slap mocking in the face episode. Yeah, we knocked it out real quick. Uh, not much there. Uh, we find out the Sumo guy's simple domain. And I feel like they, these people that showed up, they were just teachers uh, to teach something real quick. Pass by. Like, I don't, I don't think they were being malicious in any intent or anything. So, what was interesting was Reaper dude was just watching. Yeah. And then, like I, she Maki when she's uh, squaring off with Sumo guy, um, she's she comes to like the realization that like, oh, I never had anyone ever show me the ropes or show me anything. Like I never thought of having a teacher to help me get stronger or whatever. And then the guy's like, "What's wrong with you? Why can't you focus?" And and so like, he's like, "Oh, I can't do a good job explaining it. Like you just have to fill this out in the ring." And so like he basically teach her, taught her what she was missing, like how the old guy had it. So I was like, oh, she learned. Maki gotta learn, bro. Maki can't die. I already lost one of the good uh, female uh, characters in this show. I don't know if she's dead yet. She, she's pretty sure she's dead. She's just on a hiatus. Or doesn't have a face, like the guy in Tokyo Ghoul. Yeah. Or there might be, uh, what if she's what if they stopped her state of being? And, like, because I think, what if you, what if she didn't die instantaneously? What if she, like, you know, suffered for, like, one second, and then the guy, they find a new sorcerer that can go back in time, like, at max, like, five seconds, and they bring her back to life that way? Because at the point of, um, there's isn't there one guy that heals him at the point of whatever, so that they won't get hurt anymore? So what if, whether you they able to stop I don't know about him? that, but you know what I just thought? No, there was a guy. It was the Raven guy's uh, brother. Yeah, yeah, but uh, question for you. Do you mm-hmm. recall how the Reaper guy from the, the Zenin clan... No, is the Zenin clan? What, what clan is Maki a part of? The Zenin clan, right? Yeah. Do you remember how that guy became a cursed being? Because his uh, Maki's mother killed him, and he had so much disdain for him. I thought it wasn't because a human killed him. I thought it was because like a cursed object killed him or something. 
Yeah. Then I was just because then I was thinking like, well, Nabral died due to a cursed being. If they didn't do anything with her body, could like she be reborn almost like um um homie with Rika? Could be. I don't know. They probably could use her. But yeah. But she might be dead. She might not be dead. Yeah, she might be dead. Yeah. She might be dead. No, Bara. Yeah. She might be. Who knows? I'll hold my breath. I'll just keep it, keep it moving. Can't worry about the little things. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Little things slow you down like that. <laughs> Got to keep it moving, keep it pushing, keep it 100. All right. Full speed ahead. Since we're uh, banging out the ones with uh, not too much, I, I'll go ahead and talk about a little bit of Tact OP Destiny. Well, there's a whole lot of stuff in there. Yeah, but not really. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Like, it could have been a lot, but, like, it wasn't a lot to, like, think about. Yeah, it went by real fast. Mm-hmm. So, episode four, let's... The performance begin. Showtime. Lenny is teaching uh, Tact and Destiny how to harmonize. And they wind up running into a guy that Lenny knows. And he invites them over to their the new town, Las Vegas. Well, they Las have... Vegas. Yeah, man. What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, right? No, it goes with you everywhere. Damn. So they ended up eating at this uh, couple's house, and Lenny disappears um, to talk to the owner of the, uh, the town and whips out a whole bunch of cash. Turns out this dude had a secret casino uh, going on, and Destiny caught a sense of vibrations and ended up breaking this poor couple's side of the house. No one tried to stop her, by the way. Well, actually, I think Anna did. She did, but she's like, I tried to told you, you need to do this and the other, and she just was like, oh. Yeah, open the window. Just jump out the window first. Anyways. They go there and, like, it's just a bunch of gambling going on. They're being shot at. Some D2s show up. And Lenny decides, I'm a. here's going to be your uh, final and uh, important lesson for me. Um, the first lesson. Kill, that D- kill the D2 on the right with only two shots and, and control your output so that you don't destroy it everywhere. So they do that. Um... Tact has Destiny shoot the creature's leg first and then shoots it in the face. And then Lenny is like, uh, lesson two, use your sword to cut down that one. They do that. Um, she kind of like, again, goes for the leg and then stabs it in like some weird gill looking thing in its back. And then Lenny goes, lesson three, use everything I showed you to perfectly harmonize and kill the last one. So she uses the sword to uh, fend off the creature and then hops up in the air and then delivers a kill shot from above. And uh, Lenny praises them. 
they say their goodbyes, and off we go into the sunset, heading yep. towards New York. Check out the corrupt enterprise. Where dreams are made of. And it seems like uh, Lenny was after the people that was helping the owner fund Las Vegas. Yeah, he he was. Like, he, he knew what they were doing, but mm-hmm. had to go about it in, like, a roundabout way. He's, um, he seems, it, it seems like these music carts, no, music carts are the wrong thing. Maestros are not only fighting D2s, but they're involved in political injustice as well. Yeah. Yep, yep, yeah. I don't know if political is the right term. I don't know. That's kind of how I mean, did it they operates, get, right? Like, I yeah. mean, they did get uh, public funding, but I mean, they they publicly were doing what they said, kind of, but then they were just funneling like the profits into the the casino. So I don't know. It could be political, but my I would just say mob related stuff. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. So Being what shall we talk about the people. next, my good sir? Uh, we could get and see what uh what old Sinji's doing this week on a uh, Black Summoner. Oh, is that is that his new name? Yeah, dog, that man. He had no villainous yeah. behavior the last two episodes. Not that you know of. That's only what made the editing floor. <laughs> so, so yeah, so this week on Black Summoner. Returning to Parth and the Goddess Arrives. So this episode continues where it left off last week with with uh, the heroes. He's trying to train train them. And now, when you saw him training them, because it was clear that he was training them, why did you think he was training them? Because I had a theory and I was wrong. Uh, I thought he trained them just so they could get better. Stop being weak. I thought he was training them so he wouldn't have to like get involved with any hero shenanigans. That too. That was one of them. Uh, yeah, but then there's another thought of school of thought that went in there too. Uh, from Sarah, which I'll get into here shortly. So, uh, so Kelvin. So Sarah asks him uh, why he's actually training them. And he's like, oh, aren't these the, the heroes Malf- Malfina chose? And they're like, also, they're from my homeland. And I'm still like, man, you don't know where your homeland is because you ain't got no memory. That's all I was like. I was like, bro, okay, so he's training them because they're from his home, but he shouldn't really remember his home. Exactly. Like I told you last week, I was like, I'm not understanding this. It's like they, they hit on a good idea and then they forgot. Unless, it, unless, like you said, it was just like strictly, uh, he forget forgot his own senses or whatever, like what he was, but can remember everything else. Yeah, it's kind of weird. It's like it's almost as if he remembers everything about his previous life that doesn't involve other people. Yeah. So, so then Sarah, she's like, "Oh, I thought you were just training them so that." To, 
you can fight him again later. He's like, oh, yeah, that's a great idea. And fight him again later. So, <laughs> so, so then uh, they get to talking again, and he asks him, he's like, oh, what would you do if you encountered an S-rank monster? It's like, what would you do? He's like, oh, I, I have to run away. And he's like, well, you know, if you run, people get hurt. And he, and uh, Toyo's like, I don't care what they would say about me or whatever. He's like, I'm not putting my, my teammates in harm because we weren't strong enough to defeat the monster. And he's like, I won't fight reckless battles or jeopardize my team and put some, or put them in harm's way. And he's like, oh, good answer. <laughs> and then Sarah, she fished up an S-class monster in the dungeon. So then... Kelvin and the crew go handle it. <laughs> so I was like, oh, that's a nice segue. Because at first I was like, oh, they're going to fight this monster that just came up. And Kelvin was like, nah, I got this, kiddos. R relax. So. So, yeah, that's a good one. Mm -hmm. uh, and then, so we skip, skip down, down the road, skip the loo. Uh, Kelvin asked Gerard if he thinks that he could defeat the people that destroyed his land. And he was like, oh, he lost his long monologue. And it's like, I, I don't think I could, I didn't think it was possible before, but we got some strong people now and some parties and this, and I think we can do it. So I was like, oh, that's nice. And then also we discovered that the, the pendant that Kelvin had given him earlier was actually uh, a mild stat boost and had one more secret function. That they're and, hoping he he's hoping they don't have to use. Yeah, and I don't know I what the what function is. It might be like, um, I don't know if, if he could do revive magic, but it's probably one of the functions that like, if if the if the lives are in danger or something, like he he'll automatically show up. That's what I was thinking. Like he'll appear. Yeah, I wonder like. Or, or when something's like, oh, we, we can't do this. He's too strong. We can't defeat him. Or it might be like maybe, a spell. Maybe it triggers yeah. a spell. Yeah, like a spell that's too high for them to handle by themselves. Like it gauges like their, the level of the monster and their level. And then it's like, oh, time to call Kelvin in. Hmm. So that's what I was thinking. I don't know. Speculating. And now the king wants to seize him. Kelvin and the crew, but King also hails from a distant land. And turns out it's not even a king, but a queen. And it's Subaki Fujiwama. And my man knew how to take off his shoes because they, oh, this is a Fatami mat. Let me take off my shoes. Yeah, very Japanese uh, environment they're in right now. Yeah. And how he would know to do that is beyond me, but I digress. <laughs> So, so then we find out that normally uh, such big exploits of defeating monsters and villains and such would get him a, a celebration. But it's like, oh, since a hero was involved, we got to keep this hush-hush. And he's like, I'll give you whatever you want. Just name it. And he's like, oh, I want some rice. <laughs> that's all I want. And she was like, oh, that's it? She's like, I'll give it to you for the free. So that's what he did. Then, then they prefer a banquet in Ethel. She learns the Japanese cooking so they, that she can cook for him later. And the queen also invited him to stay and work for her. And he, she asked 
Kelvin to be her personal caretaker and take care of whatever she needs day or night. From day to night. She said, yeah. you can have this. Yeah. He's like, nope, I'm sorry. I gotta go. I like being an adventurer. Now, this marks the first time that something happens that was kind of weird. Because it happens again a little later when we're back home and Parf. The camera shows, like, a portion of Ethel. Mm-hmm. And then, like, Kelvin has this, uh, like, panicked reaction. So, like, I can't tell if, like, Ethel was having, like, a jealous face on or getting mad or something. But, like, the way the camera worked both scenes um, really made it seem that way. And I, you probably know the other scene I'm talking about. Yeah, I don't... She may not have gotten mad, but, like, she might have looked hurt. Yeah, it I'm, was just, like, they, they just showed her lower... Like, they showed everything but her face in those two moments. And I was just, like, did... I mean, he looked at her and panicked. So, like, was her face doing something? I don't really understand this camera angle. Yeah, because... I think normally when someone gets angry or enraged, they start getting a little aura about them. So, so I would say she was hurt or like displeased. Mm-hmm. But, but yeah, so so then let's see, yeah, so, yeah. So then they get to the gate and. There's a teleporter, so they just teleport back home. And my man, Kelvin, bought a house in this economy. I don't believe it. Just a little joke there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, listen. (laughs) It's rough out here. He got the money. I don't. Yeah, so uh, he bought bought the castle. And he hired a woman and a child that they saved saved that were slaves. uh, Ellie and Luca. And then Melfina comes back, and he can summon her. Oh, she's a beauty. Yeah, she aight. She aight. She's and angelic. So, yeah. So then Melfina gets introduced to the group, and Gerard's like, oh, I thought you had a new mistress. <laughs> and Melfina said, oh, I'm not a, not a mistress. I'm his wife. Gerard just wants to know which... uh. Which lady is he going to be uh, sharing his living quarters with? Yeah. I thought it was thought it was funny. <laughs> funny there. So, and then he also received the the grace and her, was it Fairy's Grace or Fire Dragon Fairy's Grace? Uh, reincarnation. Yeah. Goddess of Reincarnation Grace. Yeah. And then so, once a month, you, you get a, you can prevent one fatal wound that happened to you. And your second ability is you can summon heroes. Now, does that first ability really seem that OP? Because they made it sound like it was OP. I'm like, there's an entire month cooldown. You're an adventurer. You're gonna your life might be in danger more than once a month, my dude. Well, with him and his abilities, I feel like the real struggle is like when he takes on a super powerful monster. Where one where like and he's a battle where, junkie. He wants to take on like super powerful monster. I'm like, bro. Yeah. Once so, month. like, the, the thing is, though, it if he were to take on one, it would have to be one that 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 would kill him. Like, wouldn't you know? I I guess like the spectrum of how I viewed it is is he 
he always can be, win every fight, but this has to be a fight where he he most certainly can't win. Mm-hmm. But like he has, he but he has to fight for some reason. So and like he, another thing is the once a month um, wording was weird to me. Like, is it just like okay? Let's say he does it on the twenty fifth of January. Is it gonna reset on February first, or 1st, yeah? Do you have to wait till February twenty fifth to get the ability again? Like, do you have to wait a month after you use it, or do you literally get it on the first of every month? I, 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 see, I was thinking like the first of every month. That no, no that's weird. Because because yeah, I was thinking it was a cooldown. So like, I feel like if they might have said thirty days, that might have been different. Because that's like a cooldown for real. Right. Right. But. But, but the way the ability like, sounded, it almost sounded like it was a uh, ability with a cooldown. I don't know. It was weird. Yeah, yeah. Once a month is is well. It also depends on. I don't know their calendar dates. What they do if every month they have is thirty months, or thirty one, or if it's like twenty five days in a month or something, or some do like twenty months and and so I don't I don't know. But yeah, yeah. It's, they'll have to tell it, tell more about it. So then, we get to flash to Sarah Mel training, but they're not actually training. They're fighting for the right to sleep next to Kelvin. <laughs> Which so, I, I didn't think Sarah saw Kelvin like that, but uh, hey. Yeah. So, so then Kelvin asks Mofina why they need heroes, and then she explains about the Demon King. And how it's an actual cycle for him to be reborn, like regardless of what they do. And he has a special kill skill called Papayas. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah. And which um multiplies your evil and the evil within you to the point where it warps your personality. But um Sarah's father didn't seem like a bad person. Yeah. But it also makes you makes all damage you take nullified. Yeah, but people in that world. Mm-hmm. So I I do feel that uh, it, he might not have been evil, or at least not in the way that people see. But oh, you're thinking pe- if there was no evil in him, there was nothing to multiply. Yeah, but he was trying to make the world safer for his his daughter, and he had enemies that was attacking his kingdom. Right. Right. So like he might have been good, but killed for the wrong reasons, per se, because he's a demon king because he had the power. Okay. So okay, I can live with that. Yeah. So, but yeah, we find out that the reason why they do summon the heroes is because they're inherently different, and that's why they could do damage to demon kings. Yeah, and like she needed to explain all this to him because. Calvin was a little, was feeling, um, I would say, not bittersweet, but, like, conflicted. Cause Apprehensive. Like, yeah, because he, he had, um, had he wasn't qualms. too sure about fall, uh, forcing someone into this world. So she had to explain there's two types of um, summoning heroes. One where you literally teleport living people from, like, a lot of like um the heroes teleport 
Yeah, you can teleport. Teleport, you, you can get a whole bunch of heroes. Yeah, or reincarnation, you just get, yeah, reincarnation, get one strong one, so. Well, actually, I think she, when, when he was going to summon, he asked her, she asked him how many people does he want to summon. Yeah. So I just think it costs more MP. I don't I don't know. Well he well he used all the MP he had on that one, but I think the mm-hmm. MP might just be uh, a measure of strength. Like you you can get a whole bunch of them for MP like he had before. If you're going to teleport or you can just do the reincarnation one strong one cuz you could you she said you just pick one soul and there's one soul at random. Mhm. So so then it happens. Um, did you notice how there's like a Dragon Ball theme-ish type music? <laughs> yeah, I noticed that. And like what it's I like, didn't oh, notice is the gender of this kid until she started crying. Oh, yeah. I I, I knew knew right away. I was like, oh, it's a little girl. Well, I <laughs> thought it was going to be a girl, but then it kind of looked like a boy. And then it was dressed like he was and and it was crying. And I was like, oh, it's a girl. Rio yeah. is a girl. Definitely thought, um, I was like, oh, yeah, after she starts playing, I was like, yeah, she might have some bloodborne disease that kept her there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but summon Rio, she was sickly as a child, and she used to read books about adventure, and she's so happy to be there and run and, and feel the grass and, and do all sorts of stuff outdoorsy. And the backstory is, she is his half sister. Which, and then they that that was kind of weird because he was like since black hair isn't common in this area we'll just pretend you're my sister who came looking for me and I'm like but her hair's brown well if if uh, depending on what kind of genes that mix with uh that's how you get the, get the brown hair because if you if you mix like black with like let's say like blonde, you get like a dark brunette or something. Mm. Yeah, Are there no like, dark hair characters in this in that town? Um, I can't remember. Maybe. Or or if you mix like black and red, you might get a darkest brown ish somehow. It's weird how genetics work, but yeah. And so, mm-hmm. and then they changed her name to Rion. Not much of a change there just added an in and i had one question while we were doing the summoning and even at the end of the episode before they summoned rio who's now rion he canceled summon everyone melfina gerard and sarah and you saw the three orbs alike go into him is clotho still in the yard <laughs> i don't know because I think at the end of the episode, he was rolling around, right? He was just rolling. Yeah, he was. it seems like he was just playing outside by himself the whole time. He was happy. I, I think he might have he did it and then summoned him again later. I don't know. Maybe. A lot of stuff, lot of stuff isn't clear or made clear. So, oh, so well. yeah, that was it. Nice episode. Yeah. I think the new one just came out today too. Mm-hmm. It seems to come out um either Friday nights or Saturday mornings. Yeah. So Alrighty. Yeah. Wise Man's Grandchild. 
Uh, not too much on this one either. Episode 7, Let's Go to Camp. This episode, they start off fighting a demon bear, and with the help of our guys, the magicians, and then knights were able to slay him. Um, and then you kind of you kind of got to see how all the other groups were progressing as um, as a team. And the last group we saw, which was the three girls, um, let me see, I have their names, but maybe. Alice, Corner, Lynn, and Yuri. I think those were the three girls. Um, and I don't know. I actually don't know the kid with the white hair's name. But they kind of went overboard with taking care of the demons and huge lightning spell. Yeah. Yeah. So we realized that everyone in Shin's study group is kind of a little too strong. And then August made the point with that since Shin won't be utilized for military gain, everyone in his study group most likely be, um, uh, what do you call that? Recruited into like a magic night squad. Mm-hmm. And it'll depend on if they can use their powers for good but with that being said the battle with strong draws near and um they decide to do since summer's coming up a training camp under shin's supervision that becomes under shin's um merlin's and melida's supervision so it seems like the whole class is going to get a family lesson yeah yeah, next episode should be entertaining, and then the ep- episode uh, after that should actually begin the action. I think. Sure will. Because uh, next one's episode eight, then nine, and then about three episodes to wrap off, wrap up the season. Three episodes to wrap off the season. Yes, sir. Three episodes. Hope it doesn't lose our reason. No, sir. Yeah, so, yeah. and I guess it's time to finish up with Tower Guys Season 3, Episodes 124 to 131. So, man, just getting some good stuff here. Get your popcorn here. 124 so, to 131, you said, right? Yes. Okay. So it starts off by Yama asking Yes Ratchet for a favor. And then they just start talking about uh, Mad Dog's power and how it gets stronger the more it's suppressed. So I liken this to when when Goku basically asked Vegeta to buy time against Majin Buu. And Vegeta proceeded to get the brakes beat off of him. <laughs> he needed Yamani's one minute and... And Yama's, um, well, not Yama. Uh, yes, Ratch is mad that Yama trusts him enough to do this. And it's not and even that like, Yama knew he could do, uh, knew how to do it. It was more so that he saw, I think, the Mad Dog or Madhound, whatever you call that guy, do. And it's like, well, if he can do it, I can do it. I'm the leader of the canines. Yeah. So, um, so that happens, and he buys some time. And Hockney's group, he finds the commander, 
and child makes a move to cut cut uh the guy off from fleeing again mm-hmm. and he knocks his head off and we find that there's that he's half beast can half machine and his head's actually a bomb and the bomb detonates dang i'm like oh snap so then we flash to uh Tumare, and he tells Jin Sung he doesn't care about uh, him, and he was just a simple tool to manipulate Bam. And uh, the family heads, we find out, have the ability to control all of humanity and creation, but they have certain restrictions, and it is humanity, I guess. Uh, and, and so Trauma gives Bam a choice again. He's like, oh... You can get married and save everyone or refuse and everyone dies. And Jin Sung was like, oh, I'm disgusted because I was like him at one point. He's talking about Chamare. And Bam still refuses. He's like, I'd rather just fight. <laughs> so then the warp gate activates, but the Kraken puts a stop to the movement. And Yama's, Yama's all powered up now with the half-body transformation. And Yama starts cutting up the Kraken. And then we get a yes stretcher flashback to when um, he let Doom live and told him to stay away and forget about revenge. And he's again reminded, reminds them of uh, their father, the kiddos. And so then we flash to Cha where the bomb just went off and he's covering up the bomb. And so T- Sophia Tan shows up and saves everyone with some lighthouses. I'm like, oh man. I thought everyone was finna die. Yeah, okay. pulling a demon slayer. There's you a lot, there's get a lot a kill. going on these eight. Yeah, I was like, you get killed, and you get killed like demon slayer. <laughs> but anyhow, um, yeah. So she she controlled the whole explosion, and they would say, was it the rest of the crew embarks to uh, save Bam? Chine them. And so so then was it Goosestang shows up and they're mad. Um he's like, Oh, you made me leave the book club. And he's like, Oh, I'm gonna keep reading this book. And he says, I'm gonna read it to you. And the book is he's like, Oh, would you look at that? The the, the book is called Destruction. It receives the blow up stuff. <laughs> and he's like, I wonder if I'll finish the book before y'all turn into ash. <laughs> or will your master appear uh, and stop me first? I'm like, oh, I mean, cold with it. That's almost like my flavor. So then we find out that Machini knows that the family had weakness is in their regu- the regular BAM. I'm like, how does she know that? I guess you could sense the presence that left the building. Is that what you think? That the weakness is the presence of BAM? No, that the weakness of the family head is in Bam, i.e. he couldn't control that monster, so it's a weakness for him. Hmm, I don't think so. I think it's more so that Tremere, what I gather from Tremere's character is he likes control over, he, he's a control freak, Right. Mm-hmm. And a creature that he couldn't control was easily absorbed by Bam. Uh, hot topic in the 
uh, I guess, around the family heads. So I guess Tremere just feels like if he controls Bam, he's somehow better off. Yeah, like he's strong. Because that monster got a whole lot of ability. But it's also the fact that, like, Tremere said, you will be the heir to my family. What? Not e- not someone you gave birth to. The irreg- the irregular, the jihad once dead. I don't think he, Tremere ever gave birth to anybody's. I mean, probably not, but, like, there's, there's a reason, like, you have the Ha family and his family and blah, 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 things like that, right? Like, someone's got to be giving birth to these people. Yeah, that's his concubine and or women's he has. Mm-hmm. But he's not giving birth. Oh, no, okay. All right, you're, you're nitpicking my statement. Fuck you, Irby. I mean, <laughs> the only males that I know that give birth are te- technically the seahorses. Seahorses? I mean, unless the, unless the man's a seahorse, yeah. Hmm. I hear frogs Could change be. genders when uh they want to mate. No, they they mostly change genders due to chemicals in the water. It's still weird. Yeah, yeah, it's a whole. It's no, it's it's like man-made chemicals that are in the water. That's what causes them to change genders. There's a whole study out there about that. Not gonna bore y'all with that, but yeah, nice little tidbit. Just know we're so, bad for the environment. We're super bad. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so then. A jihad lookalike comes in to talk to her. Similar. I'm not going to say lookalike, but there's notable, noticeable differences. And she asks who she is, and he says, oh, I'm just someone who is an actor behind the scenes. And he basically tells her to change the destination on a warp gate. And Yastrasha and Yama launch their counter-assault. And another big old monster comes on down. And they helping to try to get everyone uh, into the fleet. Cha and the crew's there. They bust out to help Bam. Uh, Bam's power seeps out, and everyone's like, "Oh, that, that's something a little strong there." And so then Jin Sung says, um, "Let's go." But Bam's like, I'm, "I want to save the others. I got to save everybody because I'm Bam, and this is what I do: try to save everybody." <laughs> and he tells not to worry. They're strong. They'll figure a way out. So then Chama figured out that the Leviathan is free. And then Yastrasha takes on Cobalt. But it's still alive. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And so Yama goes to help Yastrasha. And he's like, stay back, fool. And so my man Yastrasha is down to his last core. And then it breaks. He's hit. So he's going to die. Sometime. Do you like Yasaracha's uh, form? It's just weird. It is weird, you, right? You expect him to be like cat-like or something, but it's yeah. not. I mean, Yama's doesn't look um, dog-like when he gets closer to like the full transformation either. Yeah, I don't know. I'll just be, be in there. I don't know if uh, Sashomaru gave my expectations from like what they are because he he had a giant dog form from uh, oh, Inuasha. No. Yeah. 
But wasn't he part dog anyway? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yama's part dog, and he turns into something weird. Yama's part cat and turns into something weird. Yeah, I would say. Bam's part um, OP and turns into a monster. Yeah, it could be part of that mixed blood or something. Because, you know, dogs have 96 chromosomes, so... Uh, somewhere along the line, it could have been half dragon. I don't know. True. Yeah. So. So then, um, trauma. He releases a, a calamity on them, and it gets he gets the news that Goose Goostang is attacking his residence on the battleship, and he stops the calamity and heads towards the exit, and. Uh, gives the order to, to capture uh, Bam, Bam alive and um, bring him to the warp ship. And Bam and Jensen make it to the warp gate thanks to Karaka and Cha. And they think they are safe, but they're not. But Chamari is on the ship. And Hansung splits the warp gate into three pieces. And they warp and... Uh, Lefebvre blows the gate, and then they're near the uh, Lilio's Lopobia ship. So, another another little thing right there, getting ready to go up. So, so then uh, Lilio's, I'm gonna call it Lili for short, <laughs> is is wondering why he's the only one that had to be recalled to back to the ship, and the family had uh, left as well. And the warp destinations all changed. And apparently, Bam and Khan are, are going to be separated again. They're in three separate locations. And the uh, old almond, what? Where Khan ends up. Yeah. <laughs> There's more more about that. But the uh, the Owlman, he's on the Pobito battleship. The Ark of Knowledge, and kind of is where Gustang is, and then Rachel and Yura Ha make a reappearance. I'm like, oh, this sadistic, conniving little winch here. So damn. So then Gustang, he wants the people on the ship captured alive, which is Cunningham's group, and they're gonna take the ship with them. Because there's another ship there that was that uh, showed up, and Jinsung is making a counteroffer to Chimare. He's like, "Oh, why don't you give Vio a choice? He gets to pick his partner." And he's like, "Oh, shut up, Bam! I'm just trying to buy time to the tournament uh, that he that he has, and it's a tournament of power. Yeah. Anyone could participate." Uh, Bam surprised, and Lili doesn't want to marry Bam. She just wants to kill him instead. I'm like, dang. And then we flashed back to Yasracha and Yama. Yama's yelling at him to wake up. And he's like, uh, <laughs> he wakes up and calls Yama a silly little mutt. And Yasracha's like, I never want to get attached to any of you guys, but y'all made it hard for me not to get attached. So, well, you down, Yasracha's a good guy. He's a good cat. He's not. Damn. Cats are evil. Cats are the devil. You're not wrong, brother. You're not wrong. It's, nah, I'm kidding. Some cats are evil. Some cats are the devil. 
So, yeah, so then, um, so then he asked him, like, why y'all keep doing this? Like, why don't y'all just free yourself from it all? Like, forget about the revenge and whatnot. And yet, and yes, Chester's, he's going to die a slow death. And they find out that they're in the land filled with beast kin. And there's a tamer fates. And he's making them advance towards the ship because I guess he's going to get them. And Lily shows up to kill Bam in his room. And she's like, oh, the ports of uh, Bam's uh, feats have been greatly ex exaggerated. And so, uh, yeah. Well, no, no. Let me rephrase that. Uh, and Dorsey, she got a she got a, a memo or something and said that Bam died or whatever. And I was like, oh, reports of Bam's uh, death have uh, been greatly exaggerated. And then we speak back to Lily, and she's attacking the boy Bam and says uh, she defeats you now. Excuse me. Bless you, child. Thank you. Yeah, so so then she's uh, she's attacking. It's like, if I defeat you now, I want to marry you. And he's like, oh, if I beat her now, then I'll have to marry her. So I don't know why Bam thinks that. And then Chow shows up, stop the blows, and then tells him, um, like the uh, Slayer candidate or whatever, might not be too hard. Um, and he's like, oh, you got everyone to fight for you and this, that, and the other. And she thinks he's lying. She thinks Bam's lying about his abilities because he always has people showing up. So you worry about your little precious candidate, huh? And Did so, it, doesn't something else really important happen before this um, altercation? Like what? Like a very unpleasant appearance. Yeah, I I said uh, Rachel and Yuraha showed up. Oh, did you? Yeah, that made a re reappearance. Yeah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't listening to yeah, me. Yeah, I missed the cue. I was like so ready to say fucker, and I missed the cue. Yeah, I said, uh, I said, Yura Ha and Rachel make their reappearance, but you missed it. Yeah, my mind doesn't even want to acknowledge her. She still looks bad. Yeah, it's evil. So, so then this is where Jin Sung told him uh, part of his plan was have Bam enter the tournament himself and win his own freedom, just like how he did in the workshop. He could decide his own fate with the win. And they talk about some dude named Ballery. Ballery, he's the next Pobido leader, maybe. I don't know. And um, so, so then Rachel's texting somebody, and they get a photo of Kun. And she's like, "Would I? can I interest you in, in a slave? And I'm like, oh. I'm like, that's terrible. Yeah. Slave. You, you should uh, see my man's reaction in a couple chapters. Yeah. And then she's like, I want to see him die slowly in a cage. I'm like, you ought to die slowly in a cage. <laughs> oh, yeah. man. Fucking bitch. I, I, I don't know. I like the last few chapters, but seeing Rachel was just like, I could I could do without this. Yeah, she's terrible. That is, She's a great heel. She's a great bad character. Yeah. She, she needs to be better. Be a better person. She needs to go work on herself. But that's fine. Kun wants to kill Rachel too. And I can't falter for wanting to kill Kun. 
Because with given the opportunity, Kun would probably kill Rachel as well. Mm. But oh boy, here I go killing again. Kun's reason oh, stands for Rachel betraying Bam. Rachel's reason reason stems from Kun's reason, which is no real justified reason for Rachel other than self defense. Yeah. So, but yeah, Rachel had to do what she had to do. And she was being self-centered and very singy-like when she did what she did to gain her new powers. I wouldn't do that. Oh, you would. I wouldn't. You, would, you did, just like how... I would how not I betray was, my friends. You, you did every time. When we played uh, One Piece, and I used to do all that work to get that super so I could use it, and you would use it. But we'd still win together. No. Nah. There's a difference. There is a difference. Jacked up my. <laughs> Besides, my we'd total, have to be. We'd have kills. if we were on the same team. We'd have no choice but to be like. I think two different types. Mm-hmm. Either you'd be, mm-hmm. like, you'd probably want to be the light bearer. Nah, I want to get my hands dirty. Oh. Nah, I have no idea. I probably would be the cun-like one. Yeah, I'd want to be a wave controller. Lighthouse is... Information is power. But yeah. Two more chapters and you catch up. Oh yeah, no, I finished them. I just ain't ain't, ain't did them. Oh, okay. Next week. Uh, No, I'm kidding. (laughs) Uh, That's it? That's all we're done? Yeah, I, well, I got one show that I thought was a uh, pretty pretty interesting, but also a little bit weird at times. Smut uh, weird or just weird? It's you once you watch it, you'll figure out what I'm talking about. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it's the a regular at Magic High School. Oh, I watched it. The brother yeah. sister thing. Yeah, the whole dynamic is weird. Yeah, I I'm started like, season two. I forgot to continue watching, but yeah. Uh, that's, I'm about to finish season two right now. I got three episodes left. Oh, my man binged it. Season two good? As good as season one? Yeah, I, I do like how they leave you like intrigue. You're like, you're like, like, what? Why is this? What's going on with that? Why did that happen? I mean, I drew my own conclusions and like kind of just assumed they're not actually related just to justify her obsession with him. Me too. I was like, I'm but just going to assume you guys aren't actually related. But they, they always say, oh, but me and my brother are related by blood. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Is that blood by marriage or? Bro, that one episode dude? that like she, I guess, wanted to give him a massage or something. And you talking was, about when he was at the computer and he's mad? Yeah, yep. And he was like, oh, I don't see you in that light or something. And she, like, knocked him out. And he used his regenerative powers to come back. I'm like, huh. Yeah. I'm like, what is wrong with her? Sissy's got a bro uh, complex. Yeah, something. And so I was like, oh. Like, um. It, get, it I gets forget worse, his name, though. but the guy from Black Clover with the, the magic mirror eye. I know you talk about Klaus. No, nah, it's not Klaus. Klaus. It's um. I have no shit. idea. 
I know the sister's name is Marty. Yeah. Fuck. I know you talk about though. Yes, him, him. But yeah, yeah, the, the irregular at Magic High School. It's it's pretty good. I should continue watching season two. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, yeah. There's another part I was like, uh, okay, y'all pushed the envelope a little too much here. What in season but, two? Because uh, yeah, yeah. All right, I gotta watch it. I'm like, okay, but yeah, season two is good. I just one day I was like, let me just keep watching this, and I just watched it, mm-hmm. watched it, and watched it. Kind of was supposed to be my workout show, but then I was like, you know what, this is kind of good. <laughs> let me go ahead and just watch this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that's gonna do it for this episode. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed, like, comment, subscribe, share us, and wherever you listen to us on. And we'll catch you next week. Oh, don't forget, next week we gotta see if. Our boys available because next week marks episode 80, I believe. Does it? Or 88? It's it's 80. It is 80? This is, this is 79. This is 79. We got to see what we got to do. Yeah. Peace. Figure it out. Peace.